Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by Stephanie Amaya, founder of Amaya Marie Photography. I've followed her for some time now, and what I can say is the artwork, I'll call it, that comes from her studio is breathtaking. One of the main reasons why I had to reach out. But with that being said, without further ado, how are you doing, Stephanie? I'm doing good. Thank you so much, and thank you for the kind words. Yeah. And thank you for having me a part of your journey. Definitely, man. I want, I want to get the brightest out of, out of the Southeast, Wisconsin. I, I think it's, it's big. It starts with the people like you. It definitely is. I, I've been excited. So far, you're the, you're the only photographer I got Woo-hoo. in the lineup, so <laughs> she's here. She's one of the The head honchos. (laughs) Thank you. I want to say what you're doing is really great. Like I said before, you're really shining a light on people that are often overlooked and just overshined by the same people that get put in the forefront. So I think what you're doing is great, and I'm so happy to be a part of your journey. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, So let's just, uh, we'll jump right into it. So um, where did you grow up? So... Just right around the corner in Oak Creek. I went to school there my whole life, and then I stayed local and went to college at UWM, and I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> how was it? How was it at Oak Creek? Um, you know, it it was Oak Creek. I'm pretty sure everyone will say that. Um, I didn't enjoy it the most, you know, but it, I mean, I just didn't really enjoy school. The, that much. So Oak Creek is Oak Creek. I personally probably maybe wouldn't put my kids there, but you know, it was a good school for the time being. You guys were our rivals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys used to beat us horribly at every sport. What year did you graduate? Oh, seven. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, snaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. I graduated oh, seven too. Okay. Oh, that's dope. Um, well, we definitely beat you that homecoming game, so I'm proud of that. Hey, <laughs> Bring it up, old I better. probably wasn't there, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lame. No. <laughs> no, I just didn't. You know, the football games were like something I did before I even went to high school. Like mm-hmm. you were in middle school, and I'm like, why were we at the football games? But yeah. we were. But in co- or in high school, I don't think I was ever there. Oh, got you. Um, what type of hobbies were you into during high school? Um. You know, gosh, I've always been into art. Yeah. Um, I've always worked um, kind of, I, I used to work at the community center, putting together events and weddings and doing stuff like that. Um, other than that, I mean, I was into dance a little bit and all the things, but I just was more just like hanging out, social, you know, groups of friends, yeah. spending my time doing that. Oh, that's awesome. When did your passion for photography begin? Oh, gosh, that is a good question. Um, I think just the idea of photography was instilled in me as a kid. My parents always had cameras at every event, every family function, um, getting like 
you know, disposable cameras and getting them. Yeah. Um, what is that even called when you? The Co- Cody, uh, Co- Kodak, Kodak. Yeah. Yeah. The... I don't even remember what it's called when you like go get your pictures. Like that you take it to Walgreens. It's yep. like, I don't even remember how to do that anymore, but we, we used <laughs> yeah. to do that. And like when like I would see that there, you know, cause like it would show you how many pictures you had left to take. I would like pose my Barbies and like yeah. take pictures of them. And then I think just growing up as a teenager in the nine, well, not in the nineties, but like we had like nineties pop culture and the yeah. start of the internet and MySpace. So I think just images and photography yeah. in general is just kind of like. Well, we got a little glimpse of everything. Yeah. I mean, our childhood was on bikes, but then it, you know what I mean? Once the Apple Mac computers that were colored yeah. started coming into play, it started Nintendo, Sega, and then just the gradual. I think we were a part of like a, a unique generation that we just got a little of everything. A little of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sad to see like how far we've come because I miss like just being a kid in that era. But yeah. But I, I still think like a lot of the style and everything is coming back. So that's exciting. For sure. What do you um, what do you enjoy most about photography? So I think I enjoy, you know, being the person who captures somebody's big day, their their pregnancy, their baby being born, mm-hmm. their, their graduating, moment. their divorce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> I've photographed some wild things and I I think um, just being able to you know, be their storyteller and, you know, whether it's like a fun moment or an emotional moment. um, I think that, and also I always have this fear in life of complacency. Um, Whenever relationships got complacent, I left. Friendships, I left. Jobs, I left. So like in this career, in this job, I I just don't think complacency exists. Okay. Um, I think everything is new all the time. Every shoot is new. It's a new opportunity to create and explore Mm -hmm. your creativity. And also, um, lost my train of thought there, but you know, even if you redo a shoot, it's, it's never going to be the same. So I think that it's always new. There's always, yeah. And if it's not, you know, if, if it's feeling like not, not to say it's not routine because it definitely is the process of it is, but um, I, just always something new or new skills or new equipment or something new to dive into. I definitely can relate, you know, like through doing this podcast, um, I'm talking to all walks of life. Some I know and some I don't, you know, I don't, this is the first time actually meeting you. Yeah. Um, cause we've been friends on Facebook yeah, for a long time. Yeah, for sure. I, I've definitely followed and, um, it's hearing the stories. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like with you and what you're saying. It's like, I hear all these different stories that sometimes, like the questions, you know, if people really pay attention, you know, what I'm trying to do is just get to the core, yeah. you know, from the core and then go into, you know, how you, you, you found your passion and then through that, your journey. Um, but I definitely can relate to what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's always something new. Yeah. Is it through the stories too? Like it's always new. Yeah. And you find out some some deep secrets about people, which is pretty cool. Yeah. On my show. <laughs> <laughs> Have a segment where they're like, dropping the tea. Drop the tea. <laughs> um, so you know, you, you take pictures and you you catch these moments. It's always a happy moments. Um, what are the more difficult parts of being a photographer? 
So in general, for all photographers, I'll answer this two ways. Okay. In general, for all photographers, I think that people place our value or how much like they want to pay us or I don't know how to say this correctly, but they place our value in the fact that we just show up and take a picture, okay, press good. a button, and they, they think that that's all they're doing. So when, I, you know, when someone's like, can you come for two hours and do 20 headshots and do all this, and I quote them $2,000 or something like that, <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they ghost me, um, you know, there's so much preparation, time, lighting, equipment, post-editing that goes into all of it that I yeah. think is really overlooked. And it takes a skilled person to know how to go into any situation and make beautiful photos. Sure. And so I think a lot of people reach out to me um, because maybe they're attracted to my work or they like my work or they see me working and they have an idea, but they don't like the cost. But with me, I'm always going to tell people, you're paying for the years, not the minutes that I'm in front of you Ooh. or that I'm taking, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, people will be like, it's just 30 minutes. And I'm like, it's still the same process. I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, the hardest part of it is that I just don't have enough time or help to keep up with my business currently. Yeah. And then also, um, I don't have any a lot of time for cre like just creating. The creative process. For, for fun. Yeah. And I face a lot of extreme burnout and just can feel really disconnected from myself and people around me because of how much I work. Okay, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, to catch those moments and be in those moments, um, I can only imagine the type of things running through your head because they're pretty big moments. Yeah, and you, you, you only, sorry, with photography, you only get one shot. Yeah, so, so it's like, it's like, it, it, I've watched, and, and what's fascinated me is it's, it's more of to capture a moment at an angle that, you would never think of so yeah definitely know your worth yeah you know and don't don't ever be apologetic about it because at the end of the day i like how you put that you're paying for the years not the minutes yeah hey man yeah <laughs> i've and never heard that by the way <laughs> i think you can agree like i mean most small business owners entrepreneurs like we wear all the hats there's i mean at least for me like i'm yeah. the social media marketer i'm editing i'm taking the photos i'm the salesperson i'm mm -hmm. booking so like at the end of the day, it's it's not. I'm not just showing up and pressing a button. Like I've invested time in with you. I'm communicating with you. I'm going over your vision with you and making sure that I'm living up to your standards. So I think it's just, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I, I totally agree with what you're saying. And and you, yeah, you just know your worth and don't be apologetic for it. And so when was Amaya Marie founded? Okay, so I. Started, so I first started photographing, had my page shoot in 2015. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't really have any just future goals of starting a business. It was something yeah. I never, photography was just, you know, always something I loved, but never thought about making a business out of it. Usually, yeah. usually when I love something, I don't want to work. Like my dad and stuff always tried to get me into sports and stuff, but competing took the joy out of joy it. Joy out of me. it, yeah. But um, so when I first started, my photography business was called Stephanie Marie Photography. 
Okay. And um, it is probably the most saturated name on Google. And I'm just saying, even in Milwaukee alone, there's, I mean, your wife's name is Stephanie? Yeah, I was just about, and her middle, middle name. Yeah. Is, I was going to say, I bet her middle name is Marie. So yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Every person I know named Stephanie and their middle name is Marie. But yeah, if you Google it, I mean, just in Milwaukee alone, there's hundreds. So yeah. uh, after I got married, I knew, and I was getting really busy. I knew I had to rebrand, find a way to separate myself from all the other Stephanie Marie's out there. Okay, got you. <laughs> so yeah, I would say, um, and I want to say 2017 is when we, so 2015 is when I officially had my first paid shoot, but 2017 is when I first started thinking about this seriously as a business and rebranding and really going hard for it. I had an interview with uh, Educators Amplified. It's another podcast. It's a former uh, teacher of mine. And the best advice she ever gave to me while I was in high school, especially my senior year, she's like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. You know, that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. You do it. Just invest. It's worth it. You're yeah. worth it. What was the most difficult part about starting it up in the very beginning? So... I don't really have anything to say as far as the business aspect part of it because still then I it was still what I did on the weekends um, yeah. and sometimes during the week. But I would say the biggest challenge in the beginning of my photography career was I would spend countless hours on YouTube and Pinterest and just seeing what others were doing and be really inspired. And I'd grab my husband and we'd go somewhere and I'd want to create these images and I'd get home and I'd download the images and I'd be like, what the it just, just does not look like I want yeah. it to. So yeah. um, I would say the biggest challenge was like learning that like there was like a learning curve and figuring mm -hmm. out what, what I was doing wrong. And it, it turns out I wasn't doing anything wrong. I just didn't have the right equipment. Yeah. So I spend a lot of sleepless nights going on YouTube and trying to figure out what the hell I was doing wrong and how I could do it right. And luckily for me, I found a photographer that was based out of Chicago who has a YouTube channel that is literally dedicated to comparing cameras, lenses, flash, no flash, natural light, um, off-camera flash. Oh, um, wow. He, his name is Manny Ortiz. I'm pretty sure a lot of people will uh, know of him. Well, we'll do an air horn because he... Because he helped. <laughs> yes, he did. Actually, he really inspired me. Uh, his style is much like mine, and he works with models a lot. Um, the light you see behind you, the big umbrella, yeah. he, so I use Westcott lighting and he collabed with them. I would say Westcott is like, like Apple in oh, the photography wow. world, as far as lighting goes, in yeah. my opinion, others may disagree, but he collabed with For sure. Westcott. And so that is his setup right there, Wow, which is a huge achievement by the way, for him to like have that opportunity. So Definitely. I was on a waiting list for a long time, but I finally got it. <laughs> yeah. And now it's in my studio. And and just looking around, you know, even the view out like um, St. Josephette's, like I could see right out that yeah. window. I went to that church. Yeah. Um, Beautiful inside. I was raised Catholic. And, you know, just the view out these windows and then the setup you got in here. It, this is a very beautiful place. Like, it's inspiring. Yeah. You know, just looking around, it's like the type of pictures that can come from from having this type of setup or even this view for um but what inspires your creativity when you are 
taking shots. Now I heard earlier in the interview it's been it's been quite busy for you. Yes. But for the most part, what inspires your creativity? There's so many things. Um, you mentioned the studio. I'm really inspired by light. Um, okay. And just, uh, unfortunately, you're not going to see it today, but when yeah. it's late in the afternoon um, and the sun's, like, harsh, yeah, uh, it projects these, like, beautiful shadows on the wall that I just love and um, just natural light and just even yeah. lighting. Um, I would just say also, like, things like nature and colors and textures, like, while I'm shooting. Yeah. Um, but also I'm really inspired by people and their stories and... Like we talked about before, like their moments and yeah. the fact that they've chosen me and thought like she's the one we want to capture that. That's inspiring to yeah. me. Um, and just meeting new people and just being a short part of their lives. Well, maybe long if they continue to come back. But um, yeah. so I would just say like my clients really inspire me. And also like I work with a lot of brands and businesses and being a business owner, it's really important to me that I help other business yeah. other businesses and yeah, sure. um so i think just other people's journey and their hustle um that really inspires me yeah it definitely keeps you motivated yeah like yeah. in a branding shoot like just seeing like a hairstylist and her vibe and her and her suite doing her thing like that's inspiring to me because i'm like she loves what she does and yeah i'm here to capture it so something for, like that that's awesome <laughs> walk me through your production process for a normal shoot um, so a normal shoot, like from the very beginning, from the, yeah. the spark. We gonna, we gonna learn today. So usually <laughs> the client will either like reach out to me via email or DM me and they'll be like, Hey, I'm, I don't know, having a baby or our baby's going to be due or I'm getting married or we're getting engaged or something. Yeah. And a lot of my clients have very specific visions. And I, if not, I always ask a lot of people are like, we trust you and your creativity, um, but, uh, so after that, you know, we plan it, we set a date and then, um, we communicate back and forth. And yeah. then on the, uh, I should show you this. My husband yeah. said, you have to show him this. So I told you I like art and I'm quite a visionary. So I draw out a lot of my shoots and my sets before they happen. Oh, it's like really? my kind of way of manifesting, like the things that I want. For sure. Um, I, I, I saw a little... Oh, yeah, wow. Like, um, well, this was for mine. But yeah. just like, uh, I'm sorry <laughs> they're like stick people, but. Um, no, man, it's different. There's one I want to show you because I'm going to be releasing the sneak peek soon. So so these just like yeah, setting up the sets and stuff like that, um, what I need. For it just sure. helps me to visualize it. And when I write things down, yeah, um, I remember it. That's so awesome. So after, you know, I'll draw it out. I don't do it for every shoot, but when it's usually a new client or something, or they have a vision, or I have a vision, I always draw it out. Um, then the shoot happens. I take millions of pictures. Yeah. <laughs> My husband is always with me, usually. Okay. And he records me working. And um, then after the shoot, I post like social media stories. And I try sure. to make it really like, I, I try to like, even for weddings and stuff, because like, you're in the moment, you're not seeing what's happening. Like, yeah. And I think, um, my clients like the fact that they can go on and see. I think it's just like another way of just like having them fall in love with like the process of. Yeah. Because photos aren't always easy, but um, it's just like a way for them to see my perspective of what's happening. Well, just in the fact that cap capturing the moment. 
Yeah. I mean, that right there is everything. Yeah. And I think it helps that people see like who I am. Sometimes you don't know who people mm -hmm. are. Um, so after that, after I post the stories, then I don't, you know, I go home, I download the card and the next couple days are, I should say weeks, days yeah. in, into weeks are spent just like uh, sorting through them, editing. I'm a professional retoucher. So um, unfortunately, my eye has been trained to see what's wrong with the photo first. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of my photos are retouched, but not like retouched like, like I don't like go in and like, you know, make yeah, people look a, fake, but yeah. like even like trees and stuff, like I, I'll retouch them, yeah. and make it more full or change the color or well, something. The, the one thing I've appreciated, your pictures, they're natural, like in natural settings. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I've noticed about the pictures that I've seen you, you know, advertise. Yeah. And, and that's one of the biggest things of why, what stands out about you. I really think that right there is like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Thank you. get those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I try not to make things look unrealistic. Yeah. Um, I don't like when skin tones don't look natural. I mean, sometimes sure. like, you know... It's, it's difficult. Like, that's another thing people forget about. Everybody has different color skin tones, and we all absorb light or reflect light differently. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's just another challenge. But um, I edit a lot, and I don't, like I said, I don't like to make things look fake. I just like to enhance them. Yeah. Um, also, because you see things, and then you look at the camera, and, like, you see, you see it with your iPhone. You take a picture, and you're just like, oh, that's not really how it looks. But yeah. you're trusting a device to, to see what's in front of you. So I just try to go to make it look like how I saw it, you know, sure, but also yeah. beautiful. And I like things just like clean and mm -hmm. colorful and very textural. I'm always like shooting through things like yeah. having foreground elements in the lens and stuff like that. That's awesome. What are some highlights of your career since you started uh, your business? So there's three that come to mind and they all kind of happened in the last year. Okay. I would say the first was last year around Thanksgiving. I, I did my Christmas promo really early. I was not as busy as I am right now, so I had all the time. Yeah. Um, so I did it in September and started posting and promoting early because I had a really great idea and I knew that like I wanted to make it go through. So I had the shoot and um, I posted, I believe, this reel before Thanksgiving maybe yeah. a week or two, actually even maybe before that, like beginning of November because I was promoting for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but it was a, it was just my Christmas mini shoot that I do. Um, but anyways, I posted the reel and nothing really, you know, just normal numbers and reach. And then like, I would wake up every day and my likes on Instagram would just be blown up. And I'm not <laughs> talking like 10, I'm talking about thousand yeah for sure um and I was like what the hell is going on and before I knew it the reel I posted four weeks ago uh reached 1.5 million people and what? yeah and holy I, <laughs> cow um I'll have to show you it I can uh, I could pull it up yeah, right now yeah we should um, okay but yeah so oh my god one point what so that was, you know, I remember talking with my husband. I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to hit 10K. Like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. And then, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to hit 50K. I'm like, bro, tomorrow we're 100K. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. crazy. It was yeah. absolutely crazy. It was really exhilarating. And in today's world, it's like, it's kind of silly because you can go viral really easily now. 
Um, I, I, I pulled up your page, but. So uh, it's seriously the most simple. Yeah. So, so it's this one, the two little kids in the candy cane pajamas. That's it. I'm gonna Thank you for the happiest year of my life. That is awesome. Yeah, so that opened a lot of doors for me to work. Like, uh, it put my business in front of a lot of people, a lot of people like out of state. And it landed me a couple out of state clients yeah. um, and really, really just jump started my career into like commercial photography mm -hmm. um, and retail photography and working with brands. And it just allowed me to work with other great brands and businesses in. Wisconsin and really influential people in Milwaukee, like Stacy Tuchel, who's a business owner. I hope I said her last name right, um, but so inspirational. And I don't, she just is amazing. And yeah. I didn't even know the caliber of woman she was when I was booked with her um, because I was booked by one of her marketing people. Yeah. And so when I started really investigating who she was, I was like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was awesome. Um, I would say the second highlight that sticks out to me would be the fact that um, because, you know, I was led to all these great companies, I was contracted in to work with a company who was featured in Forbes and they used my photos to represent their company. And I had no idea it was happening. I didn't really have like a direct relationship with them because I was contracted in by somebody else yeah. um, to help out with the shoot. Love the shoot, love the company. It's, it's The company is Vibrant Body and they're women owned and women led and it's for women. Um, but yeah, they were featured in Forbes and I had no idea and I That's just- <laughs> That's the milestone right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Ne never ever saw it as a goal. Like, no one thinks, like, I'm going to, like, my, like, I don't know. I guess maybe somebody does, but. You better have that in, like, a casing or something. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it was funny because it, because I was contracted in, um, I'm not credited, but oh, it's, wow. co it's commercial photography. Like, yeah. you watch commercials and you read magazines. They don't credit these photographers. So I had a lot of people jump in my inbox that were like, this isn't right. You should be, yeah. but you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't need the validation to know that, that those you are my that. photos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A lot of brands you, you're talking about, um, what, what type of brand equipment do you like using for your photography? Canon. Canon. All day, every day. Oh, the Canon. <laughs> let's, let's get one for Canon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the third thing, the third highlight I want to say is the studio because... Oh, for sure, for sure, for if, sure. If, if you would have asked me a year ago if I thought I would be sitting in this... We, like, I would have never have thought, like, I would have a studio and just... If I would have gone down the original path I had set out for myself, we wouldn't be here today. I'd be, like... Yeah. Sorry, miserable teaching in a classroom. <laughs> no <laughs> offense. Teachers are amazing and they're severely underpaid and it's a gift to be able to do that job but yeah. um yeah i just if things didn't go the way they did we wouldn't be here and i just this studio is probably like a highlight because i never saw it coming and i started this year just inquiring i'll tell you through the pictures i see that you you've post there's a lot of passion in that thank you and i think you like sometimes you just need to pause step back and actually value that my biggest fascination with photography has been simply catching moments. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned that 
several times, but it fascinates me when it's caught from an angle that just like I would have never thought of. Yeah. I think that's what really makes that's that's how photographers in my eyes make their signature. Yeah. That, absolutely. That right there. How would you say your your photo production stands out from other studios? Not not trying to like, oh, my pictures are better than <laughs> yours, but what what is if you could zero in on what your signature as far as when you do photography? As far as like my process, I think the soon, as soon as you reach out to me and we speak, you know you're speaking to a real person and you mm -hmm. can feel my investment and yeah. right away. And I'm very highly communicative and professional with everybody. I try to respond right away. But I think with my photos is that I just really try to take an artistic approach to it. I just, I'm, like I said, I'm very artistic, so I see things differently than the normal yeah. person does. I always try, if, I, if I'm not seeing it, I always try to make it happen and... I just really feel like I might have the ability to see beauty in very simple, simplistic, mundane, boring things. Like yeah. I feel like I can always find something interesting about it. And then also I would say just like the equipment I use, I do use high quality, very expensive equipment, and um, I know how to use it properly. <laughs> That's awesome. Any secrets to to how you improve your skills and stay current? I will say definitely YouTube, YouTube University. <laughs> yes. save, the, save your student loans and yeah. anything you wanna learn, you can go on YouTube and learn Oh, that's free. awesome. So improving my skills, I'm gonna say uh, YouTube, if there's anything like I wanna know and I don't know or new equipment I got, um, definitely learned everything I know off YouTube and then just mm -hmm. off practice. But staying current, I just feel like being your biggest fan and just putting your stuff out there and representing yourself every day. And I always kind of say to people, like, don't give them a choice but to see you. Yeah. Like, like some people are like, oh, I don't, like, don't want to share my stuff. I'm like, share that shit. Share it. I like my own stuff. I like my own stuff from cross accounts. Yeah. I'm my biggest fan. And I, I just stay current by consistently showing that I'm invested in myself. You being your star player. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like podcasts, I reach out to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And I'm not afraid of rejection. That's just a part of life. Yeah. But um, I think the biggest tough thing about doing the interviews, I've dealt with a lot of ego. Mm. And... When you talk about that, you know, being your number one, being your your star player, basically. Yeah. It's also annoying that, you know what, there's still be good being done out of this. And, yeah, I'm a fan of my work. Yeah. Because my, my, my work is going to be pushed out in a positive manner. It's going to inspire people. It's going to show this younger generation coming up, yo, you know, put your mind to something you can and Absolutely. don't let anyone tell you you can't do different. Absolutely. I got four kids. My oldest is 12. I have twins that are eight years old and then a two-year-old. Okay. The, the oldest and the, the middle twins, they're, they're paying attention now. They're creating their own, you know, personality. Yeah. So this is a very critical age with them. And I just want to show them, you know, the same way you would, you know what I mean, like with your brand. You, you want to show the world like, hey, man, this is possible. You... Look, look what I'm doing with these pictures. Look, look, look at the impact I'm making. You know, people watch that. And I, I think, like, with this younger generation coming up, it's a big thing. And I, I think what you said, it's powerful to, like, invest in yourself and, yeah. like, um, 
Just believe in yourself. I think growing up, I really didn't believe in a lot for myself. I wasn't taught yeah. that, like, I wasn't taught to invest in myself. I wasn't. I was taught to invest in a college that was going to get me a nine to five. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wish I would have listened to my dad when he told me not to go to college. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, I I did, and you know, I not doing what I went to school for because yeah. I chose this route and investing in myself, and it's probably the most powerful, mm -hmm. inspiring thing I've ever done for me. It's crazy because um, while I watched all my other friends go to college, I realized that, oh, my God, most majority of these people are coming out of pocket. And for me, it's like, how am I going to go to school and I don't even know what I want to do? So what, I'm just going to add up this penny, mm -hmm. put myself in a hole? So um, I, I tried to go be a barber yeah. at one point in my life. Yeah. And I went to MATC. And then they tell me I have to take English, math, <laughs> all these other classes. I'm like, are you, like, I've grown up low income. I know what a hustle when I see yeah, a hustle. Yeah. And you're telling me these books are about 600, 700, but at the end of the semester, when I come back to sell them back, they're only like 50, 75 dollars. Yeah. It's like, nah, I'll figure it out. And, and I've done I'm pretty great in life. Um, I think everything's a business. I think yeah. colleges are business student loans. Yeah. It's such a business. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, well, I can do that too. And yeah, so I just... You know, it's, it's hard. You know, you were taught to invest. Like, do I invest in somebody else's dream or do I invest yeah. in mine? Yeah. But look at you. You yeah. started up your own photography. And a little late to the game, but. <laughs> I started this year with doing this. Yeah. And I'll tell you, at any time, at 30, I'm 33 years old right now and I started this. And it's a, it, I, I'll tell you like this, the same way you have your passion, I have found mine, and I've never felt more empowered with rediscovering who I am. Absolutely. And, and just, you know, taking on life and now knowing that I have a purpose, and I want to do good with that purpose. Yeah, and it's a, it's, it's a journey that you're on, and, like, how yeah. inspiring. And, and then, like you said, it doesn't matter what age, but, um, yeah. like, you finally found what feels right to you, so. Yeah. So you, you do a lot of good for... for um, everyone that you work with, your clients, um, how do you deal with those type of clients that are unsatisfied with your work? Um, oh, I said, um, I hope I didn't say that this whole time. Oh, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> I typically haven't had anybody that like was super upset and hated their images. Um, yeah. But in any event, if anyone is ever unhappy, I do whatever I can to make it right as, and also fair to me. Because okay. I don't work for free. Yeah, And for if sure. it was something that could have been communicated to me and that wasn't, and mm -hmm. now you're asking me to shoot again just to capture this, like, you know, it's, yeah. it's not going to happen for free. Yeah, for but, sure. Closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but if, you know, in any events, if someone was happy, unhappy with something that was edited or not edited or... Um, not retouched or whatever. I do whatever I can to make it right because I always tell all my clients, my goal is that you are 100% happy with your photos. So I'll go above and beyond um, just, you know, to make sure that I make it right and to make sure that they're leaving feeling like it was yeah. worthwhile to them. Oh, for sure. How did, you, um, how did you manage during the pandemic? Because, I mean, a lot of businesses got it hard. Yeah, um, you know, I had just left my teaching career that I was 
you know, pursuing in 2019, the end of it. So November, December. Yeah. What were you teaching? Um, so I had gone from a bunch of different positions, but I had left a middle school position in MPS that just, you know, it was nothing with the kids. It's just also like none of my undergrad work was with middle school children. Yeah. Um, I always liked working with the younger kids and mm -hmm. I always have just a special bond with younger kids. Yeah. Um, not that I, I fit, like honestly, I fit right in with the middle school kids. Like they really adapted to me really quickly. Like, but unfortunately I was just put, they needed to fill a spot and yeah. I was the one qualified and I had just gotten married. So I saw it as an opportunity to just be a little bit life-changing and I took it without really realizing that it wasn't for me so I left that position and went over to Brookfield I was in the Elmbrook school district okay. and I got to be a learning support teacher and so um, it's different than a classroom assistant yeah um, I actually had classes and taught classes um, and I also worked with really high functioning students who were in third grade but reading at an eighth grade Okay. You know, so I would I would be the person they would come out of class where to get that extra that extra part of the curriculum that, you know, that they can't they can't if you're in third grade and you're reading at eight, you can't differentiate yeah, for sure, for, for that. Sure. Yeah. So I that's where I would come in, um, and I would get to work with them and, and get, build a bridge. Yeah, yeah. And then also with the, the lower ones that mm -hmm. needed to get up. And then I also got to do really fun things like teaching yoga and newspaper and um, I don't know, we might have had like a self-care class or something. <laughs> um, it was a really great school district to work for. And if I ever did go back, I would definitely go back there. That's um, awesome. I should say that no, although I'm not a teacher anymore, uh, I wouldn't trade anything I went through. Your experience, yeah. 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 I met a lot of great people that inspired me, even as a teacher, to do photography. Yeah. Um, so... The pandemic is really when I took off. Um, okay. Yeah, I might have. I, I didn't let the fact that like I wasn't getting paid or booking shoots stop me. It, I, I wasn't going to stop taking pictures. Yeah. Um, some people, you know, wanted to photo. Like I had shoots scheduled and they still yeah. wanted to and other, you know. But what I did is I just started networking and working with a lot of local models. Okay. Um, I really love, like, I grew up under Tyra Banks and yeah. America's Next Top Model, so. Kyle Olsen, um, the Emmy winner. Yeah. I, um, I interviewed. That's how he got his break. Oh, my God. With Tyra. Good Tell old him Tyra. to put in a good word for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, um, he, he was teaching her CPR. Oh, yeah, goodness. Of all things. And um, she's like, you're from Milwaukee. What are you doing out here? And then he told his story because, dude, this, he, he had his own production company by freshman. I'm not going to get off track, but long story short, he told her the story. And she's like, I got this show. And he, she's like, you, you could come work for me if you want. And, yeah, he, that's how he wow. got his start in um, good old Hollywood. But, wow. That's amazing. So you were inspired by... Um, I've always been inspired. Um, when I first got into the industry, I, I, was, in, I was doing modeling. Um, yeah. I feel like you had a question like that. I don't know if we touched upon it or whatever, but when I first got... I guess it circles back to, like, when did my passion begin for photography? So yeah. when I really got into the industry, I was doing a lot of modeling. A lot of, I, I was working with a lot of photography associations, doing a lot of freelance stuff. Um, paid gigs, not paid gigs. Um, 
And I was doing all these things and while they were so much fun and I love the process, like getting dressed up and getting your photos taken, yeah. um, I didn't feel fulfilled. I would look at the photos and think of what I would do differently. Yeah. Um, and eventually like being a model in Milwaukee and being like someone who's petite like me, yeah. there wasn't like, there, I wasn't gonna be in high fashion. I wasn't you know, going to be a runway model. Um, Were they your primary source of, like, your photo shoots during the pandemic? Oh, during the pandemic, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So I connected, collaborated. I'd come up with creative ideas for my blog. And yeah. so that is what helped me uh, just stay afloat. And I would post it. I, was, I never stopped posting photos. Yeah. I never stopped taking them, posting them. To the world, I never stopped working. <laughs> yeah. So I think... Um, yeah, I think, yeah, so we kind of jumped back through a couple of questions. Yeah, we but did. It's cool. Yeah, we can so, always go back. Yeah, so so I stayed afloat, um, you know, just by doing that. And I in summer, I worked with like seven different models on one creative concept. Okay. And then Halloween we did. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Craft. Yes. But um I, I as a, that came out probably like 95 90 I want to say it was around that really time. Really early in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. it was it was, mid, it was either early or mid um but yeah, definitely. So I, I did a craft inspired shoe. Oh. Um I had a crush on the the crazy one. <laughs> the crazy one. <laughs> um I can't remember her name, Nancy, I think. Okay. Maybe. But yeah, so um staying afloat, I just I never stopped working and I just never stopped just because like they were trying to do whatever they were doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I don't watch the news. Mm -hmm. I literally don't, especially like I literally stopped during the pandemic because it's just a business. Like you're just keeping people invested in this narrative you're running. And, oh, for sure. And I couldn't take it anymore. Like uh, it was like they were running the numbers like it was the fucking lottery. And yeah. I'm, like, I'm out. Well, I, um, during the pandemic, just because my wife was pregnant with my youngest, yes. I decided um, to stay home and we dipped into emergency fund, which really helped. Yeah. But like the week after my son was, was born, it was kind of like, uh, we got yeah. to get back to work. And then my cousin hit me. I do floors. So during that whole time, and this is April 15th, so a week after April 15th, I jumped back in, and I, I've been doing flooring ever since. But, man, the amount of work we had. And so it, the way you said is, like, you were actually booming. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were at home and looking at their floors, and we were pretty booked. <laughs> yeah. It, it really, like, you know, it really opened photography up to afterwards because all of a sudden people started realizing, like, I need these moments captured. Like, the world can end at any moment. And yeah. so I think I, I think if you're a photographer and you're not thriving right now, like, everyone I know that's a photographer is so busy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just stayed afloat by still working. I mean, I wasn't – I also, I should say this, I also professionally retouch and also I'm a social media manager for other companies in Milwaukee, so – Oh, wow. That didn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So that work and that money kept coming in. So we were we were fine, and I don't have kids or anything like that. I don't have a house. Yeah. My car is paid off. So. That's um, awesome. That's a great feeling. <laughs> yeah, it car is. <laughs> but um, them student loans though. <laughs> oh, them loans, man. <laughs> they creep up, man. Uh, that's awesome. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? That's such a hard question. I really don't have like an end goal. I mean, 
who has an end goal, right? Your yeah, goals that, are always yeah. like <laughs> continuing. Um, but I always tell my husband, like my husband, like, you know, he, he, he wants to, he wants to be an entertainer. He wants to do yeah. music, large scale or small scale, as long as he's doing it, like, yeah. that's what he Feeding loves. your passion. And How does that work with you and your husband? Um, you know what? I'd like to say he manages me and I manage him. Like okay. I, like you heard, I like did the whole, you know, like for his music video, I'm like, nope, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, he, you know, a lot of Milwaukee producers and engineers just, they aren't consistent and they aren't no. professional and they don't show up on time and they don't, you know, also maybe don't carry the best vibe. And if you're going to create and someone has the worst energy, like, yeah. So we, you know, you know, we got him his equipment at home to eliminate that factor. And then we got my place here. So, yeah. you know, you mentioned Steve. Yeah, I was I, just about to bring that up. I'm like, he's pretty fortunate. I just interviewed Steve. Good guy. Um, Steve Hybicki. And, you know, t through his interview, him telling me some of the just dropping bombs with names. And I'm like, holy. That people he's worked with yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then... um. I, it was after the interview. Your your husband's name definitely came up, and um, he's like, he asked me, he's like, "Do you know who this is?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm actually interviewing, you know, you, wifey, <laughs> wifey." And um, he, Steve, said, "You know, he, your your husband got a lot of passion and drive." So it was it was all good things I heard. And then I I decided to start wa watching some of the videos. And, yeah, yeah, but um. That's cool that you guys have your own little drives of passion. Yeah, and they're like our children. We yeah, have kids, dude. So these are like <laughs> Maybe uh, one day we'll actually create a human, but right now yeah. we're just really invested. Um, but I, you know, I I think in five years, I don't know if I'll be in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I'm really open to wherever this is taking me. I don't. I don't really. You know, I'd love to work with big brands. Um, Tyra Banks, hit me up. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, I would love to just, you know, you know, work for a bigger brand, just big names. I don't know. When I say that, I mean I want to be a photographer for, like, Vogue magazine or, yeah. like, stuff like that. Yeah, Working with sure. actual models. And I feel like that's when I thrive, um, yeah. when I get to work with a model who knows how to pose and I get to explore all the creative things. Um, other than that, I just really hope to still continue being like a woman who's leading in this industry that others feel they can like look up to and come to and, and awesome. find inspiration from. Speaking on that, what advice would you give to any upcoming photographer trying to just take it on full fledged? Um, stay consistent, hustle, show everybody your hustle and your grind. Um, be your biggest fan. Don't. Pay attention to what your competition is doing. Don't look at other photographers as your competitors. No two photographers are ever going to be the same. What, what I do in here, another photographer would do differently. Um, so I think just staying focused on you. I think a lot of us, you know, when you're younger and you're early on in your career, you're really invested in the people you don't like. Yeah, <laughs> you, for like, sure. You spend a lot of time and, you know, invested in that. And I think... Um, you need to put yourself first and show how invested you are in yourself so that other people want to invest in you. Yeah. And I think also you need to find something that's signature to, your, to you, to your style um, or your process or your editing or something that, something that someone's not doing that people want. Definitely. 
That's awesome. <laughs> well, dude, I, I just want to say um, thank you for inviting me here. Thank you it's, for coming. I, I love I love the setup once again. We get to see again. the shadows now. Now I can see the shadows. Yeah, through here. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your dog? He's at home. I was I was hoping I'd meet him too. <laughs> Be like on my lap right now. We're very attached. Yeah. So he, but yeah, he was in here for the first time, and we were. You know, he's he's small and he he's anxious around new things. But like he came in here, like he owned the place. Yeah. I think it's filled with all of our things and all of our smells. So oh, he's like yeah. he's like napping over here, like <laughs> within 15 minutes of being here. So yeah. That's He's at home chilling in the AC. That's right. But um, again, everyone, this is Stephanie Amaya, founder of Amaya Marie Photography. And if you haven't heard of her, you better start looking up right now. <laughs> um, I'm inspired by your work. I just want to say that. Not only inspired, but I think you're someone that truly stands out in this area that I see your drive, I see your grind, I see your hustle, um, and just keep it up because we need more people like you in this world, and we definitely, you know, um, I take a lot of pride in this city, and I'm hoping that others do, so you agreeing to do this um, is really big. Yeah. Um, this is the first podcast I've ever done. Hey, I, I promise you we will, we will do our best to give you that quality <laughs> content, but... <laughs> I do appreciate you coming on, and um, once again, um, thank you. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, thank you so much. And like I said, what you're doing is amazing, and I'm very flattered, honored, humbled, and feel very blessed that you chose me to be a part of this. That's awesome. All right, everyone. This is me saying bye. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>